James, where's Zoe? I don't know. She ran out here. Those freaks outside are coming in. They have chains on the doors and windows. We're gonna pull them off and come inside. Maybe you were right. No, I, I wasn't right about anything. Well, you're not. You're not sending them outside. I have another idea. What are you gonna do, Charlie? Charlie. All right, Charlie. Listen to me. Listen to me right here. You take this gun. All right, you take Dad, this gun. Dad, are you sending them outside? No. All right. You're gonna go hide in the basement, and you're not gonna come out for anybody. All right? Okay. You got that? You're a good boy. All right, go, go. You just gave our son a gun. You wanna tell me what the hell we're doing? We're gonna fight. Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 40. Welcome to the Buzz Kill Podcast, where home is where the heart is, even if your heart's been blown out of your chest with a shotgun. Whoa. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. Hi, guys. Hey. What's up? What's going on? Nothing, how's, James. How's what, your... is, what is up with you? Oh, nothing. How's your week been? That's good. Yeah? Yeah. Been doing finally, uh, finally saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh. Volume, oh, volume was... dos. How was it? Fantastic. Yeah? So good. I still haven't seen the first one. So. <laughs> oh, you are sucky. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, no, it was awesome. Uh, Marvel fucking slays it, as they always do, and James Gunn is... Yep. Did you have yourself some $57 popcorn? I did. Mm. I did. Did the uh, little butter trick oh. with the uh, <laughs> little straw. If you don't know what the butter trick is, well, you're, you're, li- you're life and wrong. <laughs> What's the butter trick? Should we tell them the butter trick? I don't know. It's kind Should of we secret. let them in on I mean, the secret? It's kind of a secret, right? Listen, if you, if you don't know it, you're do- like Mike said, you're, you're doing life wrong. You're life and wrong. Um, the butter trick is you take a straw and you shove it down into the middle of the popcorn. It's like you're fucking the popcorn yeah. with the straw. <laughs> straw fucking the popcorn <laughs> and then you uh you turn on the, f- the 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 butter dispenser and let it pour into the straw so the butter gets down into the lower levels of your popcorn ah. and you it, fill the straw what you can do is you can fill the straw up and then you and pull then the straw slowly pull yeah, the straw so then out it distributes and then you can just evenly distributes that's how it works. people people will watch you do like people who don't know the trick We'll watch you do this, and their jaw just drops to the floor. What are you doing? Oh, what is this wizardry? <laughs> are you putting pop butter in your in your pop? <laughs> pop? Pop butter in your pop. That's the one. And that's why we're all horribly out of shape. Yep. Um. Yeah. Anything else going on? Jay, um, what's been going on with no, you, brother? man. Same old, same old. Just grinding out, just Shooting like people always. in the face and taking names. Yeah, I like that's, it. That's, that's your style. I haven't been doing much. I've been watching a lot of uh, catching up on some trailers and stuff like oh, yeah? that. Actually, uh, the Castlevania trailer dropped. I have not seen this yet. Um, I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm just gonna go out and say it. I'll probably I'll probably piss some people off with this. It's like anime style. Okay. You're oh, not, you didn't know that? I'm not into that. Um. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if you're into anime, you're into it. If you're not, you're not. You yeah. Know, it's... I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's like I. I have no doubt. Like I actually have seen some anime uh, movies with with like incredible stories. Mm-hmm. I just I, there's something about the animation I just can't get into. That's fair. I, I can. I, I can. I can definitely understand that. I'm not a huge fan of it though. I, I mean, I grew up. I watched Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, I'm a little bit more like Akira is fantastic. Right. Um. So like I. I, I like some anime stuff, probably more the mainstream stuff. Yeah. I mean, your your an- hardcore anime fans know like the the 
hardcore stuff. Yeah. Like not not like technical porn or anything, <laughs> but like <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like those, <clears throat> those the deep cut anime stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm not that into it. I've but. had some friends who were super into it, and that's cool. That's your thing. I just never I've never been super into it. That being said, I'm yeah. not gonna not watch it. I'll definitely give it a shot. Sure. Well, I, because of the subject matter, I'm going to. Well, yeah, it's Castlevania. How could exactly. you? How could you not? So exactly. Um. Yeah, but other than that, I don't know. Just kind of reading some horror articles. Have you have you seen this? Uh, have you seen uh, the the pictures of the boar from this movie Boar coming out? I have. I knew, well, here's the thing. I knew I'm going over news for this week or whatever. And I saw a news article about that, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at this giant fucking head in this picture. I've yeah. never heard of this movie before. No. Me neither. Never until just it. like I, yesterday. I need to see it now. It looks based so on, cool. on these effects. Well, it's like it's an Australian monster flick with a giant practical effects boar. Apparently, this thing in the article is a movie called Bored it is to co- Death. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if it's not, then they're doing it wrong. Uh, uh, the thing that the, the the pig that they built a real boring story. <laughs> Come on, these are gold. These are gold. Uh, <laughs> the pig is 14 feet long and 8 feet tall. That's a huge. That's a that's a big fucking. It's a big pig. pig. And if it's that's it's, a big pig. It's starring John Jarrett. <laughs> that's some huge ham. <laughs> oh, I'm on fire tonight. <laughs> it's starring John Jarrett. No shit. So if you, which Mick Taylor, his mm-hmm. character in the Wolf Creek movies, is a is a a a, a pig um slaughter pig sniper. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah. The wild. So board, this yeah. is the this is the Borg, this is the pig. When um, getting its revenge on John Jerry. Do you think that on Mick the, Taylor? Do you think that when they're on set, uh, any of the producers goes, "All right, crew, we're making bacon." <laughs> Will you stop? Come on. <laughs> Bill Mosley is also on it. Says, "Ah, thank you, Jay." We can end that right there. Uh, um, that's some fine swine. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop. I gotta move on. Yeah, no, I don't really. I uh, I haven't been doing much else. I've just been watching movies, hanging with yeah. my family, and you got anything cool going on? Hmm. You got anything cool going on? Um, no, I um, not really. No, just working, doing my thing. Doing oh, thing. I was up the other night. Um, and I was walking. I was walking down the street, and I saw this hog coming out of the fog, mm-hmm. and it was <laughs> it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I'm done. Hog fog. I'm done. All I'm right. done. Well, uh, that's that's a that's it for our boring lives then. So, uh, so this week we are talking about. If you didn't get it from the intro, <clears throat> we're talking about home invasion movies. Home invasion. Like now, you, have, you, <clears throat> you have a home, and it was invaded by people. Mm-hmm. That's not it. aliens. Not aliens. Because that's a whole other that's abduction. That's a whole other. Well, I mean, you could have just a home invasion of aliens. Like that. that what was that movie that we watched? Uh, Dark Skies? Oh, yeah, Dark, Dark Skies. Skies. I actually just bought that two days Man, ago. that movie was cool. Just bought it. Um, this is like our this is our second week in the road, second week in a row doing more along the lines of like dramatic thrillers. Kind I of. still consider though a lot of these, um, a lot of these movies though. I still like will category categorically place them in horror though. Yeah, so definitely, I, it's, me, it's still there. Me too. But I'm fi- I'm feeling next week we gotta we gotta pick something that's just straight up horror. I agree. Because I'm I like the thrillers, I like the drama, but I want some like. I got you. I want some real horror. We'll do in my next life. week. We'll do the trilogy of um, all holes no cock. <laughs> Tons of horrors. <laughs> Tons of horrors. <laughs> is that a re- is that a real name or did you just make that up? It's porn. It has to be real. <laughs> all holes no cock. That's like uh, where the boys aren't at eight. 
Hmm? How the, where the boys aren't at eight? Um, <laughs> or shave that nappy thing? <laughs> <laughs> Who actually? Somebody, one of our friends bought my favorite. My, my one favorite. of our other friends shaved that Rob. nappy it was thing. Rob, no, it? no, 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 no. It was me. Yeah. Oh, it was you. <laughs> Kevin, our old bass player in the band that we were in, and it was Brian Killebrew's birthday, and we said we have to go. It was his 18th birthday. We got to give him a nice. You know, mature DVD for him to watch, and so we got them a copy of Shaved That Nappy Thing, and it was everything you could imagine. Uh, was it shaved? It was not, and so then, it was and not. Then, so it was and, not, and then it imagine. was. Oh, then it was. The video was it, was it literally just a video of like a woman shaving. It was that- like it started out, and it was this, this couple that getting ready to go down to it, and. The guy starts, you know, taking the top off, taking to the everybody. bottoms off. This, this is off the rails no, this already. Is, no, this is good. Ahead. This is and good then, listening. Uh, and then he starts pulling the bottoms off. He's like, "Yo, girl, you gotta shave that nappy thing." <laughs> and then he, he shaves it for. Her. And then oh. they and then they do adult things. I hope that <laughs> you know I, they they watch Netflix and they chilled. <laughs> Did you say Netflix? <laughs> Netflix. Why is there not something called Netflix? <laughs> the porn Netflix called oh my Netflix. God. Oh my gosh. Dude, dude we gold mine. TM, TM, gold trademark. Mine. Yep, you can't take it because I just TM'd it. Um, so this week, let's let's get back on track here. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, um, we were talking about home invasion. This was kind of a hard one to find a beer for. But Mike was able Very to find... Very difficult to find a beer for. Mike was able to find from Sierra Nevada. Uh, it's called Estate. Homegrown ale. It's organic. So, hey, Jay. You know, last week All we right. had the waffle cone that Jay wasn't sure about, so this week I had to go for purely vegan <laughs> there's, beer. There's no <laughs> doubt in the world that Jay can drink this. Um, I was actually reading this bottle earlier, and it's got kind of like a, you know, like the Tim Allen Pure Michigan feel. Oh, yeah. Do you have that music still? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that. All right. <clears throat> Here in the sun-drenched fields of California's North Valley... The black soil is rich with promise. In winter, rows of barley seed are laid in the freshly tilled dirt. In spring, trellises are set for hops. From our fields comes a remarkable homegrown ale made with organic wet hops and barley grown at our brewery here in Chico, and one of the few estate-made ales produced anywhere in the world. This estate ale is rich with flavors of the valley, featuring hops, with earthy grapefruit-like flavors and layered spicy aromas, and barley with mild sweetness and smooth toasted flavors. Together these crops grow alongside the, the brewery to make a truly unique brew. Enjoy. That's, uh, yeah, that's beautiful. That's like poetry. That's, that's the one. Brewed and bottled by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, Chico, California. Well, they're not from Nevada? <laughs> no. What a fucking rip. <laughs> I don't know how to open this. It's covered just, in just, wax. Just use the bottle opener. It'll is come there... off. Just use the bottle opener. Well, no, I think there's actually a... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come off. It's it's just wax. <laughs> it's like the thickest way. This is like... Look at it. Look at how thick We might this not is. actually be drinking the beer tonight because... It's, it's so thick. <laughs> I think there's actually a... Th- is that, a, is, that a quote, is, that a, is that a quote from Netflix? <laughs> it's so thick. It's so thick. You guys need to talk amongst yourselves because I can't find I can't find an entry point here. Ah, Jim can't open a beer and his dad owns beer. <laughs> this is. Oh, oh, hold on. Hey, hey, yeah, I got it. Got it. Right. Finally. Holy shit, that was that was harder than anything I've done all week. <laughs> Um, including Mike's mom. Bunch of dicks over here. All right. So, uh, all right. 
get this poured up. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I missed a thing on the front. Uh, I'm not going to read it, but this is a wet hop ale. Have you ever heard of that before? Like they picked hops when it was raining? I don't know. It says <laughs> it says made with organic wet hops and barley grown at our brewery in Chico. I don't... I'm, well, the question is, as opposed to dry hops? Well, don't... They mm. use... Yeah, they usually use dry hops to make beer, right? Right. So what the true, hell, so true. What's a wet hop? I don't They're know. They're super fresh. Maybe, not maybe they soak yet. them. Maybe they soak them first to get more uh, hoppy flavor out of them. No, seriously. I, I hear they recently added more hops. Um, <laughs> hops. <laughs> it's a it's a really nice green color. <laughs> <laughs> he says, looking through his Ninja Turtle. I'm cup. drinking it out of a Ninja Turtle glass. So uh, one yeah, day, you, one day we're gonna get Buzzkill glasses made. We will. Yeah. They're expensive, though. And then we'll give them really all away. expensive. I was going to do that for you guys for Christmas, but guess what didn't happen? Christmas. Christmas never came. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas was canceled this year. All right, cheers, John. Right, cheers to beers. That's wet hop ale. It was so wet. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I you can, say the name of this? I can taste how organic it is. Yeah, I said oh, estate. Oh, estate. Okay, yeah. Estate. For, estate homegrown ale from I wasn't Sierra listening. Nevada. I like it. That's good, yeah. All right, so uh, we haven't had this in a couple weeks, but we have some corrections. Uh, really? Yep. Or not really that we haven't had them, we just haven't admitted to them <laughs> in the last couple <laughs> We've weeks. We've just been smart. Um, all right, so first up is uh, you're an idiot. Uh, you said last week that horror fans don't watch TV shows. This is just an overall correction. You're wrong because they do. Well, is it, <laughs> it was more... I, 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 it was... A, I... I, I, I uh, it was an incomplete thought, and it's still an incomplete thought. I don't really know what I meant by that. I'm just like, there's more loyal like drama and uh, and comedy fans than there are people who will sit down and watch a horror show. I think I, I disagree with that 100. Well, well, why do you think why do you think horror shows typically don't last very long? Like Supernatural going into season 13. Supernatural has two f- heartthrobs as their as their leads. A lot of people watch that show because those guys the, are sexual. The X Files going into season thirteen. Uh, David Duchovny, come on. Uh, That's about as sexy as it gets. <laughs> um, shut up. Okay. Um, uh, <clears throat> Bates Motel, American Horror Story. Uh, I'm just uh, saying uh, those uh, are those are <laughs> those are four or five shows compared to the like six hundred that are drama and comedy. Yeah. What shut about up. that? What about that Poltergeist TV show that got canceled before the end of the first season? Okay. Will you just continue with your corrections, please? Um, okay, so the uh, the animated Halston episode was actually from season two, mm. not season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, I couldn't think of the... Uh, they had made a movie out of the Witcher series already, and I couldn't remember the name of it. It's actually called uh, The Hexer. Oh, yeah. Or, in its native tongue, Weizmin. Weizmin. Actually... <laughs> it's no- Polish. It's a Polish movie <clears throat> that came out in 2001 uh, by director uh, Marek Brodzicki. Starring Michael Zabrowski as the main character, Gerald Geralt of Rivia. Geralt of Rivia is the main character in all of the Witcher games. Okay. So, yeah. So they um, have made a movie out of the series before, but it was nothing, <clears throat> nothing big, foreign, whatever. I actually not do. that foreign's bad, but like statewide, <laughs> stateside though. I don't think anybody's ever. Heard you of it. foreigners. I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I do have a correction. Um, last week I couldn't remember the, uh, the role that Powers Booth, Powers Booth played in a Western movie. Mm-hmm. And I think I said, uh, I don't remember what movie I said. Uh, I said it was number two. So. He was in He was in Tombstone. Oh, okay. 
I just I, I which is I can't believe I didn't remember that because I love the movie. I've never Tombstone, actually seen Tombstone. It's really good. I'm not, I'm not a big. I've <laughs> never been a big Western fan. I think I'd appreciate them more now, I, and I've just really never gone back to watch them. Yeah, but, you gotta you gotta give them a chance because westerns yep. are pretty sweet. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, that's all I got for corrections. That which it? means it's time for the bleed feed. If you thought you were tuning in to hear your grandpappy's headlines, well, ninny on your tin type, old chum. It's the bleed feed. <laughs> what is this? You are never allowed to say my jokes are dumb ever again. <laughs> and I really thought you were going to say ninny on my titty for some reason. I don't know why. Who are you talking to? Uh, the old timey guy yeah. that just walked out of the I don't room. remember the old timey guy ever saying that your jokes were dumb. I said it. Oh. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my apologies. So what's in the bleed feed for this what's week, Michael? What's in the bleed feed this week? Um, your mother. Gross. <laughs> 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 all right, so, um, so Universal is rebooting all of their Universal Horror Monsters, right? Yeah. Um, which, which started with uh, a movie called Dracula Untold. Oh, wait, no, it didn't, because they're <laughs> idiots, and they just struck that from, <laughs> completely struck that from the, from the catalog. Nope, that never happened. So, like, no, so, just kidding. This was all a weird conspiracy. Just, just kidding. Tom Cruise is here to save the day, <laughs> and now we're going to really restart it with The Mummy. Yeah, geez. And, and to make things even better, mm -hmm. they're calling it their... <clears throat> Dark universe. Oh, the dark universe. Because everything needs to have a fucking cinematic universe now. <laughs> dark. God, not only is that the worst name ever, the idea is just terrible. I wonder how long the oh, think tank sat around trying to come up with that one. Probably way too long. <laughs> what honestly. about the dark universe? Oh I heard. <laughs> oh my God, Johnson, you're a genius. All you're right, real, so, real, any, so tell, dick, Johnson. So tell us about the dark universe. Okay, then. so um. Yeah, so it's it's going to encapsulate all of the different properties all into one, and what they're calling it, they're calling it the, um, uh, it, 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 the what's going to like in Marvel, for example, you have you had Shield, right? That that showed up in every single movie and it linked everything together. In this dark universe, it's going to be this um, multinational organization known as the Prodigium. The pro Ooh. the Prodigium or Pro. Yeah, Prodigium. That's how I say it. Uh, led by the brilliant Doctor Henry Jekyll. Is that um, played by Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe, yeah. So I knew he was in it because he's in the Mummy as that character with Tom Cruise. Uh, they've also announced that Javier Bardem is in talks to play Frankenstein's monster, which on its own, I'm fucking awesome with that. Yeah, that's, I, that's actually looks that sounds awesome. I can definitely see that. Javier Bardem is kind of like the the new age version. Like I can see him taking up the mantle of. Of a uh, uh, the uh, the guy that played the original oh, Frankenstein, Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff. Yeah. yeah, like like I can see him playing him in like a biopic almost too. Oh yeah, I really can. They kind of look like yeah, a little bit similar. similar like, yeah, similar, yeah I, I think it's a really good fit. Javier uh, Bardem has a giant face and head. So did Boris Karloff. Not, not unlike myself. And Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, also, okay. So also uh, coming up, uh, they're redoing the Invisible Man, <clears throat> who is going to be played by Johnny Depp. Okay. Hmm. That's been announced. Uh, however, the next movie to be coming out supposedly is Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. So it sounds like they're going a little bit backwards and they're doing Bride first. It seems like, yeah, that's a weird... Yeah, I don't know. I don't get well, uh, it. I don't get did it. Did they announce that's what, who's that's playing That's what the, the news bride? headline said that I had read. 
So, okay. <laughs> you know, I actually I watched a featurette the other day. Like this whole time, I've been a little bit skeptical of the Mummy. Yeah. And I still am. Yep. But I watched a featurette the other day. It was. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. It was like it was like three minutes of just stroking Tom Cruise's ding a ling like it was it was literally just like oh look at how amazing tom cruise is but i will say this tom cruise is pretty amazing he's a hell of an actor <laughs> no, like just... the, the fact like some of the shit that he does like actors are actors are pampered nowadays sure and they show him in this featurette like doing some pretty gnarly stunts and i'm like I, he's we've talked about this before for yeah. the last Ma- mission impossible movie he actually strapped himself to the yeah. side of a plane and it took off like yeah. He does. I'll give him credit for that. I saw a he, cat do that in a video recently. <laughs> it was on the side of a plane and it landed, and then it finally jumped off. Oh, I saw that. I saw it was like a little tiny cat cruise. It, yeah, cat walks away. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Tom Cruise's um, cat. Um. Tom Cruise though excels at playing Tom Cruise. Yeah. He he does not excel at playing any other character. Well, no. He he started. That's the problem. With he him. started playing what's what's whatever the hell his name is in Mission Impossible yeah. in 1992 Jason or whatever, Bourne. and then not Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Jason Voorhees. And then that one. And he's played that character ever since. Yeah. At least in every action movie. Oh, can we do a crossover? Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, All right. What's next? Uh, so they released the the trailer for Soul Station, mm-hmm. which is the animated prequel to. To Train to Busan. Okay. We just talked about Train to Busan a couple episodes ago and we've loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Saying its praises. This I I watched this and and funny enough, I, I said earlier that I'm not really into anime. This doesn't uh, this it's I mean it, it kinda has like an anime feel it's to it. Asian, but it's Asian animation. Sure, but it man, it looks Asian animation. It looks so cool. And it's coming out uh exclusively on iTunes May thirtieth. See, I thought that this was already out though. Like in in South Korea. Oh well, maybe I thought, it is. I thought this came out a long like before Train to Busan. Oh really? So I wonder if this maybe is, there was a comic. This could like be a graphic yeah. Novel this first this could be a correction. I'll look into it. Um, but I thought that it was released there because that was out before Train to Busan was. I thought, I thought that this the Soul Station was like the director's first project. Now it's possible. I'm not his first specula- project. I'm he's, speculating he's a, a lot. No, here. not his first project. The director is a pretty prolific director of animated features. Yes, yes, but I thought that Soul Soul Station was one of his original things though. No, I mean um, if you look at it, it looks like pretty new animation stuff, but well, I, well, I don't know. But regardless of which I'll look <laughs> into it and if there's we have corrections we'll yeah. correct it next week. But um, either way, check out make sure you check out the 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 uh trailer for that because it, yeah. it looks really, really good. Uh more uh more comic book news. Lots of comic book news this week. So first we're talking of uh well first of many here. Uh Tom Hardy has been cast as Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Are you kidding me? When I saw Venom show up in Spider-Man 3, it was it was the greatest moment of my life. You know why? It, why? Because something good came out of that movie. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Eric Foreman was terrible as, as Venom. Yeah. <laughs> the whole character was terrible. The fact that Venom showed up in the movie, I was just super stoked on because I've loved Venom and Carnage. I even loved the Toxin comic series, which nobody liked. I don't <laughs> know was, anything about Toxin it. Toxin was the... So so Carnage was the offshoot of Venom. Mm-hmm. Toxin is the offshoot of Carnage. And it bombed. It was a, a six-issue miniseries. You've never heard of it since. <laughs> I loved it, though. Um, I love these alien symbiotes in the Marvel Universe. So... But and I love Tom Hardy. So the fact that he has been cast as as 
Um, I'm assuming it's... Eddie Brock. I'm assuming that's what they're going with. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm to the moon. Yeah, I so. think it'll, I think it'll be cool. I know that our. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if it was doing it just to antagonize you, but our our buddy Carney texted me the other night and said, uh, he said, I know Mike's at your house right now, which I didn't tell him he was. He just assumed you were because you always are. But was he's, I? He's like, was he's I? Like, yes, you were. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, tell him Venom's going to fucking suck. <laughs> just to stick in your graw. Uh, I'm going to uh, punch you in the dick. Yeah. Them's fighting words, boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got a couple of... Uh, is that it for comic book news? Uh, yeah, there was some more, but it's that's not important. So. Uh, just a couple of uh, Blu-ray and DVD releases coming up. Uh, Kong Skull Island mm-hmm. on July 18th will be available on Ultra HD Blu-ray Combo, 3D Blu-ray Combo, and Blu-ray Combo, as well as DVD Combo it's Packs. It's a lot of combos. Yes, that is a lot of combos. <laughs> I love combos. <laughs> cool. And uh, out on digital just two days later in, on July 20th. Do they usually release that quickly? The the digital release? Yeah. After the physical release? Yeah. Huh. Well, usually, well, usually the or is it digital's first usually? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of times, because a lot oh. of times they'll do the VOD to get that money, and then they'll do the, uh, the physical releases. Yeah. Uh, and movies come out so quick nowadays, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Like Logan. Oh, yeah. Logan already came out this week. I know it just came out a couple days ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just crazy though. Yeah, I didn't expect wild. that till at least another month or so. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't write down all the special features for that one. I'm sure there's going to be a ton. Uh, and then also on DVD on June 6th, the complete Tales from the Crypt series. Yes. Which by the sounds of it, if you're if you're somebody if you're a collector and you've already, I mean, if you're a hardcore collector, you're going to go out and buy this box set no matter what. Mm. But not, not not if there's not a reason to. I mean, some hardcore. Well, by ones the will, sounds but... of it, there really is no reason to because there's no real additions to it. it. It's it's basically just it gathered all the previous already released seasons and put them in a I box. I almost wonder if they're just take yeah if they're taking all those releases and literally just putting them in a that's, box. That's that's what it sounds because like. Because I own I own all of them but two I think. Yeah. And they're awesome box sets. Oh yeah, they're yeah. really really cool box sets. But yeah, I mean it looks cool. It looks really cool. And if, if, like I said, if you're a hardcore collector, it's probably something you're gonna pick up. But yeah, for yeah. the for the most part, or, those... or especially if you don't own any of them, it's a good t- it's a good way to get them all. Right. Uh, Best Buy always around holiday time has random seasons for like ten bucks. Yeah. So I've just been picking them up as I see them. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so for our last little bit here that we're gonna focus on, um, it's been announced that James Wan, uh-huh. the uh, director, producer, and producer, and and what? Good guy, <laughs> and overall just stellar guy. Uh, he's going to be producing a Resident Evil series reboot. This was, which you knew the, that was going to happen eventually. Did I? Yeah, it had really? to. Have. It I had mean, to have. I'm the, actually the, surprised the series that Paul, just started in 2002. I'm it's surprised like, that Paul W. S. Anderson actually got as many movies out of that series as he did before they tried to reboot it. How many are there? Seven. Seven, I believe. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Well, it was announced. <laughs> it was announced by the uh, German company Constantine Film. Huh? Um. It sounds. Uh, it, it sounds like I, the chatter is that it's kind of gonna go back to the the really dark, like scary roots of of the series. I wonder if they're going to adapt the uh, the, uh, the video games a little bit more. Yeah. You know, because even though the, even though the original movies looked like the games and they had a lot of elements from them, they didn't really follow the stories from the game at all. Well, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because uh, I, I wanted to read a quote from. Um, Mila Jovovich here, mm-hmm. who's the star of the Resident Evil series, if you don't know. Um, so somebody somebody said to her, they're rebooting 
They are uh, rebooting the Evil Dead, or Evil Dead, Resident <laughs> Evil series. They already did Evil Dead. <laughs> she starts. She starts off with, "Okay, well, good luck with that," <laughs> and then goes on to explain. Uh, I think a lot of people with these franchises kind of put the cart before the horse. There's a danger to that. They've been wanting to re- reboot Resident Evil for a long time. And listen, I love the Resident Evil world. I think it's a great property. I would, I would do it if I, I would do it if I was a producer. Uh, and then she continued to explain that she feels like the team she worked with on the films was incredibly devoted and passionate. I think what made Resident Evil so special is that the people involved really loved what they're doing and really were fans of the game. I would suggest that you find people that have that same passion for the property before you talk about reboots. Um, Studios don't care about that, though. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, stu- no, they just care about money. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the, the, well, and she even goes on to say that, like, the like real fans, real fans of, of the sci-fi and horror and action and the games can just smell when people are just trying to monetize something. Mm-hmm. But she kind of, she was talking about how uh, original fans of the games loved the Resident Evil series that she was a part of, when, like you said, the, the uh, Resident Evil movies didn't really follow the story no. of the game at all. No, it, it was fans of the game that took the elements that they liked and they created a, a whole story around them. That's that, And that's what they did. And honestly, I'm, I was com- completely fine with that. I, yeah. I love that approach to it. <clears throat> um, I was never a big... I was never big into the games. I never got into them because the first game when it first came out for, uh, for PlayStation... Granted, I never owned a PlayStation. I was a Nintendo kid through and through. Um, but the control in that game is so horrendous because you have to walk straight and then if you want to turn you stop walking and then swivel basically in a circle (laughs) face the way you want to go and then walk forward again Mm -hmm. and it's so annoying i could i could never play more than like five ten minutes of it yeah um so i never got into i I never got into the sequels because i was behind on the story and and, you know the rest is history but um if they do that though there's a lot of diehards to the series and if they follow the games, you're going to have those people hooked no matter what. All you have to do is just provide a semi-good movie and you're going to have fans. Well, and I can say even just as like a, as a casual fan of the games, like I've, I was never super into them, but I did play them from time to time. As a casual uh, fan of the games and as a fan of the Resident Evil series, I'm, I'm cool with seeing what they're going to do with it if they really do take it into like a darker realm. Yes. The dark universe. Yeah. <laughs> like, would, I, like, I, I want to see scary Resident Evil movies. Like, they really, you know, the ones with Mila Jovovich, they're not scary movies. Yeah. The games themselves are scary when you're playing them. So I would like to see what they do, like, if they kind of take who it in a darker think, direction. Who do you think they could cast to replace Mila Jovovich? <clears throat> I don't know. That's Mila a tough Kunis. one. Mila Kunis. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you need I a Mila. Think, you you know? definitely need a Mila in there. I feel like... They're gonna like get someone like Charlize Theron for it or something like that. Some big Hollywood actress to try to capitalize on it or something. I, I, you know? Yeah, I would love to see. That's the problem. Is like I, I, I myself would love to see somebody that's a little less known. Like, I'm, I'm sure they won't. I'm they sure won't. anybody would love to see that. But yeah, like, I'm sure the unknown person would love to see that too. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Like James James Wan though. Like he, he, I mean, he's he's, he, he's capable of doing. A good reboot. That, yeah. There's no doubt about that. I'm just worried about the studio interference, though. You like, you don't want to see another uh, um, Tom Cruise 
in the exactly, mummy exactly. situation. I feel as though the studio got him attached because they want to use his name. Right. And that's all. Yeah. You know? Um, one thing that they're definitely not going to do, though, is one of the, the, the original Evil Dead took risks. Big risks. Okay? In the form of twat shots. <laughs> and you are not <laughs> going to see that. You are not going to see that in the reboot. <laughs> all I'm saying. Uh, and I can call it that because Mila Jovovich calls it that on the commentary. <laughs> so it's not my words. Twat shot! <laughs> <laughs> she does. She calls out her own twat shot. <laughs> now, does that mean I can say the term cunt punt? Or, <laughs> um, or not? Sure. Because <laughs> I'm going to from now on. Right, a lot. Done. done. Uh, well, yeah, so I guess that's kind of it for for that then, right? You yeah. You got anything that's... else to say about no. the Resident Evil reboot? You mentioned the video game. Was that you guys telling me you tried the uh, virtual reality of that? Uh, I've seen it. I've not tried it, I heard it, it's scary as shit because you're standing there, you got this virtual thing, and all of a sudden there's like, ah, something like on yeah, your neck. Yeah, the, the new the Resident Evil 7, the new one that just came out, you can play the entire game in virtual reality. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anybody who has the, the PSVR. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used the PSVR and it's really immersive. Right. And Someone really, was telling really me cool. they tried one like at the store or, or something like that. I like, did a demo, but not of Resident Evil. Okay. You did like, you're a, of? like a shark cage I did a shark or something cage like thing. that, right? It was fucking creepy. Yeah, nice. I thought I was gonna eat. Yeah, playing a Resident Evil game, I would probably yeah freak out. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. I think that the uh, I think that these the video game companies are giving up on VR already, though. Really? You don't see it. We'll see E3 this year and a couple in a couple of weeks coming up here mm-hmm. is when you'll find out. If you don't hear them talking about it a whole lot, it's gone. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, right. but you haven't seen a whole lot come up for it. No. So. Yeah. Well, that was the bleed feed, and those were the stories that made the cut. Boom! That was the news. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, so this week on the Tofu, we were talking about home invasions. Ooh, scary! Yeah. It is scary. Oh, it, uh, it, it's only scary you if got? you're the guy breaking in <laughs> to my house. Yeah, motherfucker. No. <laughs> Any of you guys ever have the unfortunate experience of ever uh, going through something like that? You know, the only thing that I can think of is when I was—I I remember coming home from my aunt's house when we were younger, and uh, we walked in, and my my dad went over and found the window open and the screen knocked into the house oh no which you know that that kind of that kind of has home invasion written all over it so like did they actually write it in like crayon home invasion invasion. (laughs) (laughs) so i just remember my dad uh at the at the time we had a, a kitchen table that was disassembled because they were doing something and my dad uh this was back before we owned any shotguns or anything like that and so my dad was just walking around the house with <laughs> one of the legs of the table, just ready to smash somebody's face in. Nice. But didn't find anybody, and we couldn't find anything missing. So, I that's the that's really the only thing what I can. What did they take? <laughs> little, little. That, that's the thing that'll drive you crazy. It's little like, do like, you know, your parents didn't tell you that everything under their mattress was gone. Oh no. All their porno. Big blue. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what, what about you, Mikey? Uh, no, look, I I've been fortunate. Fingers crossed. I, or knock on wood. I've I've literally never had a uh, home invasion uh, ever. Uh, which which 
I'm lucky but to you, say. You guys have had some like stuff at your place of employment, though, at the church, though. Um, oh, we've had why, some, why oh, you've been there? Or? Oh, I've had like my car vandalized and yeah. stuff. That's not home invasion necessarily. That's just you had right. your car vandalized a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, plus you had a car stolen from there. I had a car stolen from the exact same parking lot. It was about nine years. The same previous. car. They took. They returned it and they came back <laughs> and they vandalized it. Well, the ironic part is I wouldn't have the car now. You can now. keep this piece of shit, but we still want the catalytic converter. I wouldn't have my car now if it wasn't for the original. Uh, theft yeah. that led to me getting what I have now. What but. if it was the same guys and they waited? Like, we know this guy's going to have a new car <laughs> oh and they God. waited and like six years later or whatever it was, they're like, we're going to go back and steal his cat. Do I wear steel to his cat? <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's the, ne- the, the short name for the a catalytic, catalytic converter. converter. Come on, you're, aren't you a car guy? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Or, 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 or a guy? <laughs> if you want a shortened car guy? What about you, Jay? Have you ever uh, experienced I, anything I like that? I have. It, it was, uh, I don't know, 2006 or so like that and um was this I, a, like around the time where we joined the band or yeah right i might have been i think it was before you okay um i think mikey just joined the band uh mm-hmm. the glass in the ocean or time enough at last you know uh right right around those times represent i, I was out <laughs> teaching and i get a call saying that you know our house has been broken into and uh for my folks and i was like uh you know studio stuff's there run back you know run back ch- check all that out and uh um, so we get back, the cops were all there, and they took a bunch of crap and whatever. And so I... Wait, the cops stole you? They did. Or <laughs> stole, your, stole your shit? <laughs> they did a good job. There was fingerprints, stuff, and all that. So when I was checking, they, they had, it was snow, and there were shoe prints, and the shoe prints led to across the street and where he parked at. <laughs> and so I took a picture of the shoe print, and so since I didn't know Mike at the time, when we got to practice <laughs> next time, jokingly, <laughs> I was like, because the cops were like, any, any new guy people been in your house recently? And I was like, oh, fuck, that Mike guy. <laughs> And so I'm like, hey guys, jokingly, I'm just joking, but I got to see all your footprints just to make sure none of my you guys were the guys that broke into my house. Oh and, my it, and it wasn't Mike. I almost, actually, you know what? It's funny. You were telling us this, this story off the air, and I actually do, I slightly remember you now joking about it. You didn't say that last time, but I actually do slightly remember that. And I was uh, I, I'm just being serious. I didn't know any of the, you know, those guys, so yeah. you got to check it out. Yeah, but... I, was the, I was the like the, uh, the the mail order bride of the group. Like <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they put a, they put an ad online. And I just kind of came. I knew I didn't know these guys at all. Ten but, years later, here we are. <laughs> but they, they ended up catching the guy and uh, breaking oh, into did? another house in the area. They caught the guy and they same deal, you know, spiel and all that. Um, but now the uh, after that, there's definitely uh, uh, security footage and many guns in the house. <laughs> yes. So, so long story short, don't try to break into this studio anymore because or, I'm always packing. Or please do because I love a good murder story. <laughs> That's uh, speaking of which, I've, I've I noticed a, a pretty common thread throughout most of these movies, which is uh, if if you want to protect your home from a home invasion, uh-huh. a shotgun's a good thing to oh, have. Everybody yeah. in these movies gets blown away with shotguns. I mean. Um, it seems, it seems like it makes sense to it, me. It's so, a good weapon of choice. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I have some up in Bad Axe, just not in my house right now, because I don't think my wife would be too fond of having shotguns in the house. She's not fond of you protecting your family? But if we find ourselves in a situation <laughs> where uh, where we might have to protect ourselves you from hurry a bunch up, of... You drive to Bad Axe and you get that gun and you get back <laughs> home really quickly. <laughs> if we have to, find our, if we have to uh, protect ourselves from a bunch of drunken English thugs... Mm. Segway. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Uh, then uh, then a shotgun would be a good thing to have. The first movie that we're talking about today in the tofu is Straw Dogs from 1971. Way back. Way back, baby. Way back in my day, <laughs> we had this movie called Straw Dogs. Straw Dogs. <laughs> oh, we're stupid. This was us. back when you had to 
endure an hour and a half just to get to the good parts. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I think I, I think I, we didn't really discuss this, no, but I think I know where you're going with this. You let's obviously talk about, to the ending if it's an hour and a half. Let's talk about mm. let's talk <laughs> let's talk about Dogs. Okay, so so Star Dogs, uh, directed by Sam Peckinpah. Mm-hmm. It's a fun name, <laughs> Peckinpah, uh, starring Dustin Hoffman and Susan George. Uh, it's about an, an Englishman or an American rather uh, who marries a what? Actually, what country is it? They're in England. Is it Ireland? Okay, Do you England. want me to? I, I have a synopsis here. You want me to read this? <laughs> that would be lovely. Upon moving to Britain to get away from American violence, astrophysicist David Sumner and his wife Amy are bullied and taken advantage of by locals hired to do construction. When David finally takes a stand, it escalates quickly into a bloody battle as the locals assault his house. There it is. Now that uh, that synopsis is slightly misleading because he's not an astrophysicist, is he? Or uh, he's just a mathematician. <clears throat> I it doesn't matter. No. That's that's all the same. Math sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um. But they they say that uh, they move to get away from the violence. Yes. There is a reference in the movie where to this where the Englishmen are actually asking Dustin Hoffman's character, uh, David, mm-hmm. um, if he saw a lot of this violence. And he just simply says, yeah, in between commercials. So on the news. Yeah. But then he also <laughs> says they, that they moved there because he got offered a job. Well, he he too. gets he gets a grant. He gets yeah. a grant to to write his book and do his his research. So they basically move to England. I don't know why, just to, for a quieter. Well, she's clearly from there. She's from there. So this that is makes they sense. they move back to the uh, to the town that she's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan George plays his wife named Amy. Fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that seventies babe. Mm. Um, well, well, let me just ask you, how would you think of the movie? Um, okay, so movies from the 70s have a tendency to be very long and drawn out. I expect that going into them. Well, the slow burn is yeah. kind of like the well, 70s. That, it, yeah, I, I, 70s movies, they are longer movies. They take a lot to get into them. A lot, they're very wordy. They're very, you know... Uh, lots of bush. Lots of bush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had nothing to do with this movie, but you're right. I'm sure it was there. Um... I would, and I was okay with that. Like this is this is a home invasion movie. So much wool you could knit a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anywho, um, oh god, I completely lost my train of thought. Um, um, really, I did. Seventies uh, <laughs> movies tend to be more long winded. Oh blah, blah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is this is the kind of home invasion movie where, in in. Home invasion movies that come out today—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's a very quick setup. They're in the house, and then about twenty-five minutes to half an hour in, you're starting to see the first signs of the problems, and then shortly after that, you're full on. Whole rest of the movie is them fighting in their house. Yeah, it's—it's it's a pretty cookie cutter, yeah, plot point. Right. Um, this movie, though, it takes a lot to set up before they get <clears throat> into the uh, the group of guys breaking into the house to get to them. And once that happens, it's absolutely 100% a home invasion movie. Like, right. that's, that's that's what it is. And that is the the meat of of the movie, aside from <clears throat> the like interpersonal relations and all that stuff. Well, see, there was you and I were discussing it a little bit yesterday. We we didn't get into too much detail, but I I you were only about. Uh, like a half hour into the movie or something, yeah. and you said, "It, you know, when does the home invasion start?" Because, like I said, I'm used to home invasion movies starting a lot quicker. Because Mike you know? is a millennial and he needs shit to happen now. <laughs> Don't fucking call me that. 
I'm like six months into it, okay? Un- I, unfortunately, <laughs> I think we're all millennials. Yes, I know. Te- technically, even you know though... What, you know what it starts? Millennials start in 85. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, so fuck us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, it, it's, it's like there are certain there are certain things that happen earlier in the movie that I consider under the umbrella of home invasion. Okay. Like they have a they have a cat. I'm going to spoil some things here. But they have a cat and at, at one point um Amy is looking for the cat. She can't find it anywhere. And then David comes home uh from I think from the pub or something like that mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. And he goes to hang up his shirt in the closet. They still can't find the cat. He goes to pull the chain to flick on the light. Cat's hanging from the chain. To me, that's kind of what? He, really, he really keeps that pussy on a chain. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> no, that that to this me episode is, kind of, is rated PG for the record. That that to me is kind of what sparks the home invasion. Because well, sure, at, they've at been that in the point, house. Yeah. At that point, your home has been invaded. Sure, right. Sure. So so, and that don't that that's not that's not super far into the movie. It takes a little while for like the real action, like the gunfights. And I want to say that's probably about an hour in. Is it? Yeah. Well, maybe a little bit less, but it's <clears throat> it's roughly that. I feel like the setup is necessary, though. Yeah. Because uh, they they get into town. Uh, you get a sense of who the locals are. You you find out that um, Amy has uh, you know she's run into her old fling. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, I can't remember. Really his... nice gentleman too. He's a, he's a real <laughs> peach. Real nice guy. Well, these guys are all these guys are all just. Trash bags. Yeah, they're just drunks, <laughs> and you know they they do their thing. Whatever. We're drunks too, so we're probably along the same lines as these guys. We don't rape people. Well. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> no, no, no. We don't. We don't. We don't. But let's 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 before we get there, let's uh, set this up a little more. Sure. So uh, so David kind of prides himself on being a pacifist. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's just a nut. he's a nerd. He's a nerd. He's a bumbling nerd with a really hot wife. Yeah. Like that's that's pretty much what it is. A really hot wife who they have a bad marriage. Really bad marriage. He's an asshole. He is an asshole. He like And he's a narcissist and he I don't want to get into this now, but once we get into talking about it, I yeah. have a lot to say about his character. Well, let's just I mean, let's just get into it. All right, fine. I yeah. I, I, I found why, the that's writing. Why we're here. I found the writing for his character and I I I feel like I've been on this kick of lately, last couple of weeks, of being like, oh, this movie hates women and this and that. And I think they're all for good, valid points that I bring this up. And whoever the writer was of this movie, if this is what he thought a typical marriage was like and how the wife and the husband respond to each other, I feel sorry for any woman that he was ever with. This isn't a tip. No, this is supposed to be a bad marriage. See, I don't get the. I, I never got the impression that it was supposed to be a bad marriage. It's a terrible marriage. How so? They open up. They open up the movie, and they're driving down the road, and they're having a really good time. He's being a nerd. She's being her. They they get along great. They get into the house. But even even in a bad marriage, there's there's bound to that. be good times. I the thing that, is, like you the, you start to see how bad their marriage is right when they get to the house. But nothing gives off that's a bad marriage until they get to the house. And he just doesn't like certain things, or, but they, or she's. Compl- I, but, I don't know. But they get to the house within the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, I know. I, I guess it's, I just. It, this is this is how I see it. I don't know. I don't know what their story was prior to this, but somehow they got, they got hooked up, they got married. Mm-hmm. Maybe they shouldn't be because, 
they're they don't know how to communicate with each other. Basically, every time one of them disagrees with the other, they'll they'll kind of start to fight about it for a second, and then they'll just start acting all cutesy and then have sex. Sure. Well, you know? Isn't that how everything gets fixed? Well, <laughs> I, hopefully not for you in your future with a with a wife. Because, you know, you need the communication. Wife. Wife. Like Mike's ever going to get married. That's rich. Uh, I, I pity that poor girl, whoever the hell she is. No, it's just, it's, it, it, I think it's, I'm going to say this and then we can continue to talk about this. There are really no likable characters in this movie. No, no. There's you not. don't, you don't really, you don't really envy any, or not envy, you don't really pity That's anybody. That's not true. That's not true. Why? The one guy that I do semi pity mm-hmm. is the guy from Ninja Turtles. David Warner uh, plays um, Henry Niles in this in this movie. And if you don't know my reference, there he played the TCRI uh, scientist in Ninja Turtles Two. Right. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, they don't really say this in the movie. In the book, in the novel, the original novel by um, Gordon Williams. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a well-known fact that Henry Niles is a child molester and a murderer. Oh. So Mike is pitying the child molester murderer. Thing is though. The thing is though. They they never allude to it being true in the movie though. In the movie, it's uh, in the movie they do say that he's been incarcerated several times for yeah. doing certain things. But, they, but he comes off though. He comes off. It, well, it's clear that he's got some sort of cognitive impairment. Yes. And it um, comes off though, like they're just blaming the sign him because he doesn't know what he doesn't know any better. And he hasn't really done any of these things, but he's an easy target to blame. That's how it comes off. That's in the, the way movie. it comes off in the movie. Yeah. But if you know how, what his character is in the in the book, then yeah. it kind of well. But this movie takes a lot of liberties. It really sure, changed sure. a lot from what the actual original novel is. Well, even the entire ending of the movie though is is pres- is, is predicated around the fact they're trying to get him. He was he was drunk. He came to the house or whatever. Uh, I forgot. How did he get to the house? I forget. He got hit by David's car. That's David right. hit him with his car. David hit him with the car. He brings him back to the house. Well, think about what he did prior to that, though. He killed a girl. David did it or the other guy? No, Henry. Did he really? On accident. It was kind of like a Lenny. Her- it was kind of a Lenny situation from. Of <gasps> oh, my, you're of, right. Of mice and men. It's yes, actually the you're exact. Right. You're it's right. actually the exact same thing. Like they like. There's some people. Because this girl comes up to him and says, um, do you want to go somewhere? And he says, yes. And so they're off and like, she's like, do you want to kiss me? Yes. But then all of a sudden they hear a bunch of people yelling for her and he says, he says, no, they'll hurt you if they find you. And so he kind of like throws his arm around her neck and accidentally squeezes way too hard for way too long and, and basically kills her. And this, but this goes back into the whole, he obviously has an impairment. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know his own strength. He doesn't know exactly, what he's doing. Exactly. But uh, anyway, we're getting way ahead yeah, of sorry. ourselves. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, like I, fr- from the very beginning, it's obvious they don't have a really great marriage. Uh-huh. And so uh, they hire some of the, the locals to come and like rebuild the roof on their garage. And the locals being her ex-flame. And, and, a com- few, and company. And a few of the other guys. And, uh, and, and Bad company. Well, and, and and there's a there's another there's another way uh, another reason you can see that their marriage is not great because they get in a fight or what should be a fight they should communicate with each other they should be talking things out but instead she leaves to go take a bath upstairs and then he says make sure you draw the curtains 
And then when she gets upstairs, she clearly sees all these guys out on out on the roof, and she just strips in front of them and just kind of stands there for a second. Well, she doesn't strip in front of them. She takes her shirt off and throws it at her husband so that her husband will follow her up, and he doesn't. Oh. Um, the thing is, though, is that she does walk by the window with her top off. And she lingers. And she lingers and looks at the guys. But this is after she complains to her husband about how the guy, how, about how those exact same guys were undressing her with her eyes, and she was like, virtually crying to her husband yeah um this brings us to one of the more uncomfortable parts of the movie and that is the uh non-consensual sex scene yeah there's a there's a lot of controversy Um, behind this scene because and this scene was actually this movie was actually banned for a long time in the uk because the way that it was originally cut um they they referred to it as a pleasure rape scene because she, even though she's telling her old flame that she doesn't want to do it, at yeah. some point she seems to kind of give in and almost enjoy Which, what's happening. Okay, I've heard of the controversy of this as well. And and while the premise is, is really fucked up. And by, by the way, let's just say flat out, like, we're not, <laughs> we're not condoning, like, even if you call it pleasure, rape is rape. When a girl says no, it's no. Correct. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm wondering why there was a laugh in your voice just now. <laughs> it's it's more like a it's more like a awkward it, laugh. No, it's more yeah, kind of because like people, pe- because unfortunately we still live in a society where just there. Mike. Unfortunately, we still live in a society where there are people who use that whole like. Um, she was wearing a short she, skirt. Yeah, she was yeah, asking no, for it. She that. was flaunting her stuff, and she was just you know. Like, I think I think that the. But, to set the scene, if we can, just if you haven't seen the movie, um, the the main guy from the the roofers, if you will, mm-hmm. corners her inside her old fling. Yeah, corners her inside, forces himself on her. She's saying no, no, no. You know, it, it's a very clearly a rape scene. Mm-hmm. Um, F- for the rest of the movie, that's kind of that's kind of what she's dealing with. She yeah. keeps having flashbacks to that. The most one of the most frustrating parts about it is that she never tells her husband about it though. Like even when they get to the point where these guys are breaking into the house and he's fend- and he's fending them off and defending yeah, the house, she him. never tells she never him tells about him. it. You're right. Which is even crazier because the lengths that he goes to to defend the house are like what a madman would do. Yeah. Like once he, like, once, if you, once he like if you like finally gets like there. if you knew that if you knew that your wife was raped by two guys, absolutely you'd start blowing everybody away with a shotgun. But uh, he doesn't even know that. Yeah. So there's there's kind of this point where uh, he there's like a transition that you see because up until this point he keeps saying like I'm not going to be violent I don't need to I can call the proper proper authorities and they'll take care of it and I can talk these guys down but then something just snaps in him his and he character gets his, is the it, fucking worst he gets his first little <laughs> taste of violence and then he just goes crazy with it. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the home invasion. Let's, well, let's, yeah. Let's get there. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that whole yeah that was kind of a mess. Whatever thing yeah. that we just talked well, about, but it's kind fairness, of it's kind of a weird thing to wrap your head around. That whole entire part of the movie was a bit a bit of a mess because you don't know how to take it. Right, it's weird. Yeah, but the home invasion though. Okay, so they come back. The guy gets hit by a car. What's his name? Uh, Henry Niles. Henry Niles gets hit by the car, brings him back. They think that he like raped the girl and killed her somewhere. When in all fairness, it was an accident. Which, I mean, doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it right. But his brother and some other people from the, the bar are after him. And that's the whole home invasion a- uh, angle. 
they have the guy in the house. The guys from the bar want the guy. They're going to break in the um, house together. And, and one of them is the girl's father. Yes. The girl who he had accidentally just killed. Uh, played by Peter Vaughn, which if you're a... The local drunk. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, he plays uh, Master Eamon in Game of Thrones. But, uh, yeah, so they're basically just at the pub, just getting blitzed on scotch, uh, waiting to hear where this guy is. And they find out that he's up at the Trencher Farm, which is where David and Amy live now. So they go up there, and they're ready to... At first, they just want to kind of intimidate them to get them to hand Henry o- over. Yeah. But David's holding fast. I'm not going to hand this guy over. It's wrong. We're going to let the proper authorities take care of it. And then, but because these guys have already been drinking and they took a couple of bottles of scotch with them from the pub, they're just getting hammered and they're ready to start getting violent. <laughs> and uh, And so they start coming into the house. And at that point, David snaps. And starts killing everybody. Yes. And I like that whole like the last it's, half hours, as far as a home invasion movie goes, it's it's pretty cool. But like you say I will say this. Dustin Hoffman's portrayal of a guy whose house is getting literally ripped apart is so passive aggressive mm-hmm. it made me mad. <laughs> like seriously. Well, like, like, give me some examples. Like, like every window in that entire house was broken about three times. Mm-hmm. And he's just well, I'm gonna stick up for the house. Like, like he never gets pissed. Even when he's fighting back, he never gets pissed. And like, I'm thinking to myself, like, why did they cast him in this role? Like, you know, he's a, he plays a really good nerd, but he does not play a really good pissed off nerd at all. Well, in that, my opinion, I mean, Dustin Hoffman's been uh, like people. People love him in this role. I get it. No, I get it, and I know why. For me, though, I don't know. For me, it wasn't exactly the greatest casting choice. Um, that being said, though, he does... There, there's a scene with a bear trap. Well, it's actually a human trap. Well, well, it turns into a human trap. Well, no, it actually is a human trap. It was it was used... They, I think they said what? it in... Didn't they say in the beginning of the movie that it was... Did they say it was used by poachers or on poachers? I'm pretty sure they said that it was used on poachers. I don't recall. I know that she... He, said, he talks about how his wife likes them and she collects these old like things. Like old antique yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So they, they hang this giant... Well, let's just... We'll call it a giant bear trap. Yeah. They hang it on the wall in its open position. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a real bright idea. Well, <laughs> especially with the springs intact. Right. <laughs> and at some point it gets knocked onto the ground. Or no, he puts it on the they, ground. They, they put it on the ground in to preparation yeah. for like one of these guys to come into the house. So, um, yeah, they. I mean, like, let's talk about some of the kills in the movie. Well, he baseball bats the bear trap into a guy's head. That's fun. Well, that's the final kill. I'm still talking about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's the best one in the movie. It, it really is. Like, he, the guy's coming at him, and he just kind of, he just picks it up and hits the dude <laughs> over the head. Just him with it. With and a it, bear takes, trap. it takes the guy a long time to I know, die, too. I it's, know, like, kind of agonizing. Fuck that guy, though. <laughs> but the the weird thing is, like, so so not only does he do that, but he also heats a bunch of, like, vegetable oil up on the stove and throws it in their faces, and their faces are melting off water. and stuff. No, it was, no, it was coming out of because um, he he had like two giant bottles. It was like a yellowish color. Oh, okay. I just assumed that they don't have running water out there. At least like a lot of running water. At least. Well, they so did at least have was... a well or something. But... Well, that's what I figured. It was welled water into jugs. Oh, but... I thought I thought it was oil. It looked it like oil. It, it, doesn't, it, was. it doesn't matter. It was matter. boiling liquid. It was liquid. boiling liquid of some kind. <laughs> and he throws it in their faces. Mm-hmm. Um, he hits. He beats a guy to death with a fire poker. 
yep. Yeah. Or, or the table leg. Oh, might have, like, it might have been the table leg. Like, like Big Jim Baird yeah, style. Like Big Jim Baird yeah. style. <laughs> and my dad knew it was up. Yeah. Um, um, it, it, and, and, and then at the end, with the, the bear, bear trap. trap. Yeah, it, there's, there's some cool stuff. The last last like 45 minutes of the movie are really good. Yeah. It just takes a while to get there. I liked I liked the movie. I thought that the setup was pretty necessary. There were some uncomfortable parts in it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a movie, so I was able to get over yeah. that stuff. Now, there's a remake of this that came out uh, a couple years ago. Right. Um, which we haven't seen. I think James James Marsden. Uh, James it? Marsden's in it. Um, um, Scallywag. What's his name? Scallywag. That's not his name. Um, Skarsgård. Oh. <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård's <laughs> in it, and um, some uh, the girl. Oh, I can't think. Of, I know her. Uh, I can't think of her name yeah, right now. But regardless of which, uh, yeah, no, it looks really good though. Uh, I saw. I watched the trailer for it after I watched this movie, mm-hmm. and like, oh, this movie looks fucking sweet. So maybe on a future remake episode, you know, two point will. Well, we'll that's kind of yeah, that's why we chose to. I mean, you, you got to watch the original before you watch Kate the, Bosman. Kate Bosworth. Bosworth. Bosworth that's yeah. it. Bosman. You gotta watch the original before you watch the remake anyway, and sure, we figured sure. we'd save that for when we do a 2.0 version of our It looks brutal, remake. The well, remake yeah. looks pretty fucking brutal, so... Well, I, you gotta you gotta understand, too, for the times. In 1971, this movie was incredibly brutal. Yeah. You know? It's amazing how far we've come. And Sam, <laughs> Sam Peckinpah is actually known for his brutality in movies. Like, he's, he's really well known for making westerns, mostly, but his westerns weren't like the typical... Western of the time, yeah. he was kind of like the bone tomahawk type director. Yeah, like <laughs> exactly. So, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's pretty much all I have to say about Straw Dogs. What about you? No, yeah, I got nothing else. Let's okay. uh, let's move on, shall we? Well, the next movie we're going to talk about is uh, Mike's actually been asking me to watch this movie for a long time. It's called The Aggression Scale. Yep. From 2012. Yep. Uh. I'm just I'm gonna, glaring at you right now because I know how you felt about this movie. I'm just going to come and out. It, and it bums me out. I'm just going to come out and say that this movie really didn't do it for me. Ugh. I love this movie. I, I think this movie... Okay, this movie is... It's Home Alone rated R. That's what this movie is. I don't disagree and with it's you. awesome. That's... I don't know how you didn't like this movie. Well, let's get a quick synopsis here. When, uh, when an out-on-bail mob boss, played by... Ray Wise. Ray Wise... Uh, Bella Vance discovers that $500,000 of his money is missing. He sends four hardcore hitmen to send a loud and messy message to the suspected thieves' families. But when the killers invade the Rutledge home, they'll meet the household's emotionally disturbed young son, Owen. Owen has a history of violent behavior, knows how to make lethal booby traps, and is about to teach these thugs some deadly lessons in extreme vengeance. Mm-hmm. My favorite part about this entire movie is that everything's clumsy everything the boy is emotionally disturbed mm-hmm. and all of his traps they're not geniusly made traps they're except, except for the last one they're very but they're very normally made if you, maybe if you think about this stuff you could make them like tying tree branches back yeah, except for the last one I, I agree with you like like he makes a, a like a snare or like a yeah. like a tree whip or yeah. whatever it's just, it's just stuff that would hurt but not necessarily kill you. And they're not perfect. Like, he misses with some of them. Like, it's yeah. very real. The very last one, though, where it's like a... I, we'll get to it, but it's it's kind of like a... The very last one plays out kind of like a miniature Rube Goldberg yeah, yeah. device. And I was just like, come on. <laughs> I love it. But, but anyway, it. like, uh, tell me what you love about this movie I so love much. everything about it. I love... Derek Mears plays one of the uh, hitmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's 
he's just fantastic. Like, I don't know, everything about his character kind of made this movie for me because uh, a lot of people who know Derek Mears don't necessarily know that he's a comedian more than he is a horror guy. Yeah. And it comes off a little bit in this role. Mm -hmm. Like, because he's funny. Like, he's, yeah, a he is. he's a real dude. Like, he's he's a hired hitman that has a family, that has a wife. Like, he doesn't want to fucking get killed. Like, <laughs> at, he's, he's, at one point, he's like, is this really worth it? I want to go home. I want to see my wife. And then I want to go see my girlfriend. <laughs> exactly. It's funny. Like, no, I mean, there let him do his job and get home to his That's family. exactly what he wants to do. And it's really funny to me that he's not this hardened criminal. He's just a dude that doesn't mind offing people every now and then. Like, Which is pretty messed up. It but is there's actually people up, like that in the world, which is also messed up. And then also the main the main henchman dude is named uh, Dana Ashbrook, who plays the, uh, I forget his name in the movie. Lloyd. 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 Uh, he's awesome too. He reminds Horribly me horribly miscast. He I reminds thought. me of the singer of uh, Boy Sets Fire, Nathan Gray. I don't know if anybody knows um, what I'm talking about. Can, he looks like him though. I can see that. Yeah. You think he was miscast? Yeah. Why? He wasn't good. I don't know. I, I thought just, it was great. I loved him. I actually, I actually thought I don't know, like the the acting in this movie was. I was fine with it, man. Really bad. It's exact. No, see, like I don't the think it was dad. The, da the dad was like... Yeah, okay, yeah, but... The, the dad was terrible. The dad's not an important part of the movie, though. Well... He's really not, in all well, fairness. I, I mean, every actor He's the should catalyst, be, but... Every actor should be an important part of a movie. I know, I don't know, to me, to me it seems like... Uh, this was directed by Stephen C. Miller. Uh, who did the Silent Night remake. Silent. Remake slash reimagining. He also did Submerged, Submerged which yeah. we've talked about. Um, to, me, to me, I think that, like, the performances that your actors give you have everything to do with the director sure. I, haven't, I haven't really seen this was his second movie i haven't really seen too much of what uh what steven c miller has done mm -hmm. but i don't know I, I, i'm just i'm i'm sitting there thinking like if i were sitting on this set looking at these people give these performances would i really be happy with it I don't know. There's only one guy that I did not like a lot, and that was one of the henchmen with who was the bald head. He seemed really. He's talking out of about place. Jacob Reynolds. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Gummo? No. He play. He's in the movie Gummo, from okay. like 1997. He was a little kid. Okay. That's the only other place I know that movie's fucked up. You need to see it. Is he good in it? Oh uh, well, yeah. He was a. I mean, it, it it was like a, you know how sometimes child actors seem. Really great, and they grow up. And then, as they grow up, <laughs> you're like, "Oh, they're not that great." Like Abigail Breslin, I think she's terrible now, and I she thought was she was. Maggie. I thought she was really good when she was younger. She's good in Maggie. Yeah, she was good in Maggie, but I, that I don't know that role didn't really like demand too much Corey, from her. Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> you leave Corey Feldman alone. <laughs> you're right. His music career is is really taking off. Your your music career is really taking off. I don't have one. Don't be a jerk. Um, no, I don't know. Like, I, there was definitely like I liked the idea behind the whole movie because it, like you said, it was it was home. I wanted to say home improvement. Home alone. It was home alone. <laughs> you imagine a home. <laughs> home it was home. Movie? It was home alone, but rated R. And uh, I don't know. I, I this might have been one of those movies that you overhyped a little bit. I don't know. I love it, man. Because because I I was really the way you described it to me over the last couple months. I had something completely different in my head. Really? What do yeah. you think? I just like I I pictured something much more atmospheric than what it actually was. Hmm. I don't know. That's weird. Um and and there was like certain certain uh certain decisions with the, like the camera work, like how the camera was always shaking. 
no matter what. It's very handheld. Yeah, it was shot very handheld. That's, yeah. that's and for I, sure. I understood it in certain shots because it was it was kind of like almost like you were looking from the point of view of like the kids hiding in the in the woods. Yeah. But then there were other times where they were just like in the house and the camera was still shaking all over the place. I didn't really I didn't really get it. Yeah, I mean, it that, that didn't really take me out of it too too much to be honest with you. Um I don't know. I it, it it just didn't take me out of it. You know? I didn't I didn't hate the movie. Sure. I just I just don't I don't I didn't like it as much as you. And there there was just other there's other things that like just annoy me about movies like the 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 sister Lauren. Mm-hmm. They they ran out into the woods away from the the henchman. She's a giant bitch for too. like thirty seconds. And she's screaming the entire time yeah, because yeah. she cut herself on some glass. My, I thought that and exact same thing. Like, shut the fuck up! Yeah, like, what shut are you up! Doing? What are you doing? And then they like, like they stop so that she can like wrap her hand in some gauze, and she's just screaming the entire yeah, time. Yeah. And that entire time, they keep showing uh, Derek Mears and one of the other guys headed their way. So it's like they can't be far away from you, and you're just sitting there screaming. Yeah. Shut. Shut up. No, I agree. I agree. I do love the fact that the uh, the son didn't talk at all. Kind of made him a little bit more ambiguous. You know, like like yeah. he's creepy. Like he doesn't talk. He's just got the homicidal like like rage to him. He was creepy. Um, and, um, and there's a part where, um, one of the one of the one of the bad guys, the henchmen, like they come up to the kid and he's got this trap set up to where there's a car battery hanging up in the tree, mm-hmm. and he he hits the rope or whatever. The car battery falls, but it misses the dude. But the girl sees that his trap didn't work, and she comes up and she shoots him or stabs him. Stab, stabs him a bunch of times. Many, right? many times. <laughs> but then, but then, just to make sure he's dead, the kid picks up the car battery and just starts smashing his head in. See, this is one of like, the that's where you see the real like maniacal side of of the kid. You know? Well, he was a psychopath. Sure. Right? Um, this is that that was one of the parts that you described to me when you first saw the movie, where I was just I was picturing something way more intense, like like where you just saw like this. Cause he, he watches his sister stab the shit out of the guy, mm-hmm. and he's almost kind of like falling in love with her in that in that moment. Yeah, not in yeah. a weird. Well, first Kinder, of, it was more first, of a kindred spirit kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Well, first of all, they're not actually brother and sister. They're uh, so it's totally okay. So it's they totally dead. cool. <laughs> well, no, they're they're. Uh, he's the he's the son of the dad, and she's the daughter of the the mother. Yeah, that's but, usually uh, how that works. But you know what I mean from I from different mean. from different parents. But like yeah, in that moment, like he he's connecting with her as he's watching her stab the guy, and then I just pictured like this really intense moment where he just kind of like even though the guy's lying on the ground dead, like I just pictured like this like the music really building up and like seeing this like wave of like emotion not even emotion like almost like a like a deadening in his eyes as he picked up the car battery and it all happened so fast that it i don't know it just had no effect on me whatsoever to each their own i suppose to each their own um yeah no i uh i just i liked this movie a lot because it was fun it was a home invasion movie that didn't take itself seriously and and going back to uh derek mears and and all the characters Everything seemed very real. You see a lot of these movies where all of the 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 the, the invaders, if you will, they're they're very serious. They're all very cliche, you know, bad guys. Mm-hmm. In this movie, they weren't like they were all kind of like they hated the guy they worked for. They were just doing it because they felt like they had to. Like 
the conversations that the, the that bad guys would have when they're on their own, like, what the fuck are we doing, man? Like, there, I just want to go home. Like, there was very real conversations. There you know were a couple parts like that that I did really like. Uh, like you say, Derek Mears, a lot of the stuff that he said was kind of <laughs> like that, where <laughs> he, he goes, was just a normal dude. But there was a there was a part where they were all in the, in the uh, they were all in the hotel room, like preparing their weapons and yeah. getting ready and the one dude is sitting it's nighttime the one dude is sitting there in shades <laughs> which is something that you would totally see in another movie sure, like this where sure. he's just looking badass like loading his gun and somebody just walks up to him and he's like what the fuck are you why are you wearing sunglasses is this, is, this is like what you do now so i i did like it's there funny. were there were at definitely the very, there were definitely parts about it that i like i didn't at the like very, the very end, movie. Derek Mears walks in and he sees uh Dana Ashbrook uh, Lloyd he sees yeah. Lloyd on the ground over here. And, and, and <laughs> Derek Mears already fucked up. His hands have been stabbed. He's got a broken leg. Mm-hmm. He's walking he's, in. like He's basically the the, the Marv. Of yeah, the- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he's Marv. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, he's walking in on like a tree branch crutch. And he looks at Dana, uh, Dana Ashwick on the ground. And he goes, can you fucking believe these kids? Like, <laughs> like and it's so funny. Like, yeah. like we're fucking, like, we kill people. And we're getting taken. Like, and he found the humor in it. And it was funny. Like, that's what I love about. That's why I love this movie is because it doesn't take itself seriously. I almost feel it's like it's a very human like look at what these things would maybe be for people in real life. I almost feel if like this, this might be one of those movies where I probably would have had a better time watching it with me. It, like <laughs> if we had both watched it together Aww. for the first time. And you, Jay. We're cute. Hey, Shut you up. were gone for like 10 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I, overall, I, I, like I said, I didn't hate it, but I also didn't. Ray, Ray Wise is so fantastically Ray Wise in this movie. Ray, that... Ray Wise is in this movie for all of five minutes. <laughs> but, he, but he solidifies the fact that he's playing the Ray Wise character. Here's here's the issue I, I also take is like, this kid, this kid is a psychopath. Sure. So... I, like the whole idea that him and his sister are going to like team up and be buddy-buddy at the end doesn't super work for me why not well because he's got a he's got a a, a history of being like super violent toward everyone around but he him. takes a liking to her oh because of the kinship yeah, thing because yeah. she stabbed the shit out not of to him. mention he takes a liking to her from the very beginning of the movie because it's it's human interaction that he that he's missing in his life his dad's just but his if, dad but doesn't but doesn't if he relate has, to him if he, he relates to the girl right away if he has some sort of dissociative disorder they never really say what but he the has girl, but the girl's a bitch to her mother so he had that connection right away because like she's not normal like he likes her because she's edgy like because she's this and that you can yeah. tell from the very beginning of the movie he listens to her yeah that's true. He, he respects does. her. Like she kind of yeah. like snaps at him and says, "Hey, yeah. get up! It's time to go to bed." Yeah, he you likes her shit. from the very beginning because yeah. she's a little bit fucked up, like he is. Yeah. So. Um. And yeah, I, we I never think talked. That's... We never talked about the like the whole plot of this movie at all. Um. Well, I, I, we, we pretty much did. It's home invasion, but like, and I, and I said in the in the beginning that it was about a. Uh, in the synopsis, I said. There was five hundred thousand dollars involved. Sure, sure. Okay, Bas- well, basically, the dad stole s- steals some money from. Uh, was Ray Wise his boss or something like that? They don't really explain where no. it came from. It's just the money was gone. and These people had. Well, it. there was there was an account that that had a that had a ton of money in it, and Ray Wise went to prison. Mm-hmm. So the dad just kind of figured because he wanted to take care of his son because his son has these mental issues. So he stole he, some of the money. And he bought his son out of... And basically bought his son out of wherever he was. Uh, and uh, and now Ray Wise wants his money back. 
Well, he also wants everybody dead that took any of his money, which it, for the first five minutes, you you just see Lloyd and the henchmen just killing tons of people on a list. Like yeah. anybody who stole a single Pretty brutally, red too. Cent Pretty from, fucking brutally, well, too. That's the thing. I'm like like when the movie first started, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be crazy. And then it just, I don't know, kind of fizzled yeah. for me. Yeah. Well, whatever. But, yeah. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> so let's talk about a movie that we both liked equally. I love yeah. That. Yeah. Sure. Instead of one that I liked and you hated and you liked that I. Hated. <laughs> uh, so the last movie that we watched is uh, The Purge from 2013. It was a little movie called a little the Tiny Purge. Movie called The Purge, which neither of us had seen. We had been wanting to see this movie since it came out. Yeah. Four sequels later, we finally watched the first one. <laughs> Four sequels and the announcement of or a TV th- show. Three and a half sequels and the announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, if you don't already know what The Purge is about, it is in an America racked by crime and overcrowded prisons, the government has sanctioned an annual 12-hour period in which any and all criminal activity, including murder, becomes legal. The police can't be called. Hospitals suspend help. It's one night when the citizen citizenry regulates itself without thought of punishment. On this night, plagued by violence and an epidemic of crime, one family wrestles with the decision of who they will become when a stranger comes knocking. When an intruder breaks into James Sandin's gated community during the yearly lockdown, he begins a sequence of events that threatens to tear a family apart. Now it is up to James, his wife, Mary, and their kids to make it through the night without turning into monsters from whom they hide. Uh, yeah, so that was the entire movie that I just told you, so we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> All right, that was the Buttskill Podcast. For- <laughs> no, uh, so this movie was starring Ethan Hawke as James Sandin, uh, Lena Headey, another Game of Thrones mm-hmm. uh, actress. I uh, Max, need to watch it. Max Burkholder, who I know from Parenthood, because mm-hmm. I watched Parenthood. Uh, Adelaide Kane. Was I the know daughter. her name. Why can't I place her? She played Zoe Sandin. This is the girl that, after after Aaron and I went to see the live-action Beauty and the Beast movie, mm-hmm. we're like, you know, Emma Watson's cool and everything, but she's got kind of like more like the girl-next-door kind of feel to her. Oh, okay. And, and so we were like, if we were to cast Belle, who would we cast? And we came up with uh, Adelaide Kane. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, yeah, that's enough of who was in the movie. So... Uh, yeah, basically, like I already said, and if you don't know, uh, America is overrun with crime. Go figure. That doesn't sound familiar. And uh, and and the government just issues this one night out of the year where people can release the beast, and just <laughs> that's what they say in the movie, <laughs> you say, right? You say release the beast, and all I think of is Boone's Farm. <laughs> when you take a bottle of Boone's Farm, you you, you put it upside down, you smack the bottom of it, and then you crack the top real quick, and it goes. Pew! Just shoots off and then you pass it around. Boone's Farm. Never Am I seen the that. only one? Does Boone's Farm shoot off when you? Fuck yeah, it does. I don't. Oh, really? it's great. Yeah. Oh. We I used thought... to we used to stand on the shores of Lake Huron in in a circle. It's like a jerk. It's like a circle jerk. <laughs> only there's a bottle of Boone's Farm in the middle. You smack the bottom, crack the top, and you just pass it until it's done. It's summertime in northern <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> what are you, Kid Rock? I mean, I'm sipping boons. I'm like, I act like a kid, mm. and I fucking rock. So all right, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what uh, what do you really like about this movie? Kid Rock. <laughs> you know what I like? I like that this is one of the few movies you see where their their budget is significantly less than their gross. Mm-hmm. Three million dollar budget estimate, gross sixty four million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Props yeah, to that. This, this yeah. movie did really well, which is probably why Super it sparked well. three and a half. Why did you say three and a half sequels? Well, two and a half. 
two sequels plus the TV show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little off there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you um, purge that cooler of another beer? <laughs> I can. I've been waiting this entire time. Oh, <laughs> no, okay, so The Purge. I like this movie a lot. Uh, Ethan Hawke plays the father. As I like, you pointed out. I like Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. Now, was was he... So, uh, Ethan Hawke was in this movie. He was in uh, Sinister. Mm-hmm. Did he make all these movies during the time that he was making Boyhood? Because boyhood? Boyhood took like 12 years to make, right? I have... Oh, well, well then, then then yes. I was was this all during the same time? I would imagine so. Yeah. Well, Boyhood, from my understanding, they would just shoot small things at a time. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, because they had to wait for the actors to gauge because they were actually, yeah. Yeah. But that's not about The Purge. Let's talk about The Purge. (laughs) Um, I I actually like this movie because there's there's a part of me that believes that at some point in time, something like this could actually happen. It's every night in the streets of big cities. They... People purge themselves of their enemies. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but I, yeah. Let's be honest; it, it happens all the time. Happens. Well, that's that's what was kind of freaky and really like effective about this movie is like the how normalized violence was. Like they were sitting around the dinner table. It was it, so uh, basically uh, when the movie starts, you're introduced to the Sandon family and uh, James Sandon, Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. He's a, a salesman and he sells these. Uh, like crazy security packages, yeah, for people to upgrade their houses to it's, basically go into lockdown. Yeah, during home security, the, purge. Like the windows fold down, everything locks up. Yeah, nice the whole and thing. And and, uh, and and so you're introduced to this family, and he comes home, and he's just happy go lucky because his his uh, his company is number one for the year on sales for purge protection. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting around talking about the purge like it's just no big deal. It's just. Just a night out of the year let's, where a bunch of hunker, people let's die Let's hunker in and watch The Purge on TV tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah like watching he, Ryan Seacrest, you know, rocking New Year's Eve. Well, he no, even, fuck that. Dick Clark's rocking <laughs> New Year's Eve. Fuck you, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> and he even says that at one point in time. He says something about, like, oh, I thought we were just going to sit and watch some of the the uh, the, the, the Purge programs yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like, they actually... They do it exactly it's like weird. New Year's Eve it's where, weird, you know, man. like, you can tune into different channels to see... Different things going so on. So he's with the got purge and a so daughter who is maybe eighteen, rebellious and eighteen. Yeah, he's got a son who's a few fu- a future um, liberal engineer. Oh, <laughs> a future liberal. A future liberal. Uh, clearly, they're the Republicans of the bunch. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, we're not getting into this. Well, I, I kind of, I, I liked, um, I liked Charlie Sandon, Max Burkholder, um. Mm-hmm. I liked his character because it was kind of ambiguous to me for a while anyway because I couldn't really tell if he Which had, character did he play? The son. The son, okay. I couldn't really tell if he had a problem with the purge or if he was or if he himself was kind of interested in the violence. I think Do you know what I mean? One, yeah. Did I, you get I, that too? I get what you're saying and my overall opinion on what it was is that he he understood what the purge was, but he didn't understand why the purge was, and so he was asking questions to his dad, and the answers that he was getting just were not satisfactory. Right. And, and the more his dad talked about it, the more he just hated the idea of this. Like he hated the idea of innocent people dying just because they can. Like he just didn't like the idea. But I still, I I because st- I think he was the one who asked his parents, like, would you participate in the yeah. purge if you. 
Like, he was there was, and he was absolutely judging his parents based see, on. See, I was answer. I was getting I was picking up on something a little bit different. Like I like I I couldn't tell if it was that where he was like disgusted by the whole thing, or if there were times when uh, because he's got like a secret hiding spot mm-hmm. in the house, and he drives this little. <laughs> This little tank, like remote, remote control remote nightmare. Control nightmare. <laughs> it's like a little tank, but the top half, ha- top half of the tank is like a melted baby doll, and he's got <laughs> cameras on it and stuff, night vision and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And he sits in his hiding place and he cruises around the house with this thing. And like I was saying, I couldn't really tell if he was interested in all this information about the purge because he was disgusted by it, or if he himself had like these. These, but if he if, had these thoughts of wanting to cleanse. But if be- he had those thoughts, he wouldn't let the guy in at all. The fact that he put his entire I'm, family I'm talking at about, risk. I'm talking about leading up to that point. No, Because the there, was, there well, was a part before that guy was led in the house, which we haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah. But there was a part before the guy got led into the house where he cruises in and he zooms in on the violence on screen and he's just watching it. And I'm like, I'm like, why is he, like, is he interested in this violence? Does he want to partake? The way that, that I took to me, that, up until the I point had, where he he did the good Samaritan thing of letting the guy into the house, made me think like I like I couldn't get a good grasp. When on I it. was a kid, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, let me tell you a story here. When I was a kid, I had my own hiding place the same way that he had in his closet. Uh, I I climbed up the side of my closet and I had this big shelf that was above like the door line, you know, and I would like lay down up there. It was big enough when I was a child, you know, it was big enough for me to lay down and have a little clubhouse up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I had that type of space and I had that remote control thing, I would just sit up there and just remote control my car around regardless because I wanted to, just because <laughs> I wanted to be in my hiding spot. Yeah, I think that's all it was. I really do. I think that he had a hiding spot. He loved being but he had, incognito. Did, but did you notice the drawings in his hiding spot? Sure. But he had drawings that were dedicated to the purge. In he his... was curious about it until he saw what it actually was. That's and I, that's where his flip switched. That's where or, I, that's switch, what I, switch flipped. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Like, was he? There was was there actually a part of him that was maybe a little bit curious about what it would be like to. Unleash the beast or release the beast, maybe, whatever the hell they said in maybe the movie. Maybe curious because he just didn't know anything about it. Right. And then once he actually saw it in practice for the first time, maybe his parents didn't let him watch that before. That's why he had the the remote control thing to watch it. Mm. Like they would watch purge coverage, but not the actual killings. Right, you know? right. So he watches it. He sees some guy fleeing for his life, and his humanitarian side, you know, kicks in mm-hmm. and wants to let him in. So he he undoes the alarm, brings up all the gates and everything in the house. Yells this dude to come in. Well, this dude doesn't know Adam from Steve. his ass. His ass from Adam, or his Steve. <laughs> Steve is his ass's name. He punches <laughs> in the wrong code, by the way. That was something I noticed. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because uh, um, well, some alarm systems have a different off code. Mm, yeah, maybe. Maybe that could have. <laughs> I, I just, I just noticed he punched in a different code from his dad, oh, and I was enough. like, if it was different, that's fine. Anyway, um, so. What we we didn't even really explain that, but he sees a guy uh, come into the neighborhood begging for help, like basically begging for anybody to let him in. He lets the guy in. Then there's a group of people who come around who don't really like the fact that he let the guy in, and that's kind of where the whole we haven't talked about the home invasion aspect of this yet. That's where which the is eighty percent of the movie, <laughs> right? That's where the home invasion. This is like the direct opposite of Straw Dogs, where Home Invasion starts within like 20 minutes sure, of, sure. of the movie, actually. Sweet masks. 
The masks were really cool. Uh, it, it's funny because we, uh, the like the ringleader of the whole thing, uh, takes off his mask and we're like, kind of looks like he's still wearing the mask. <laughs> It, just, it does seem very similar to got his big, almost natural, like, like look. Yeah, yeah. It's got like this. He's got like this big, big shitting grin. Yeah, like, huge grin. Almost looks like a caricature. Uh-huh. Um, and so they want. It's just this group of people who have targeted somebody for the year, and they want their right to purge, and they don't like the fact that the Sandins have let this guy into their house. So they spend the rest of the movie trying to get <laughs> into the house. To uh, fight for their right to party. So yeah. I'm just rambling you at this gotta point. You got to fight <laughs> for your right to purge. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, so the guy gets left in the house and there's this whole group of people who are after him. This is the whole catalyst of the movie. Is he's really well off to do rich douchebags that just want to go around killing people. Very well That's- spoken. Yeah, they're well spoken, but they're still douchebags. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, the, the worst kind too. The dirty douchebags, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> post post douche douchebags. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, okay. So yes, that's the whole thing. They want they want their man. They were going to kill this guy. He got away. They want their man back. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Bacon or not, uh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> okay. So real quick, am I the only one that thinks that Kevin Bacon and Ethan Hawke are sort of interchangeable? Yes, you think are the, the only one. No, think about their roles. <laughs> think about their roles. I will not. Flip flop them. They you, would absolutely work. You could do that with. I mean, you could do that with any two These actors. These two in particular, though, they really, really would. I don't know. I think they would. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. They should just have. They should play a movie with their brothers and just be done with it. Um, okay. So, almost um, like Kevin Bacon again. Ethan Hawke, uh, his th- he wants to give the guy up initially because he's like, get this guy the fuck out of here. You know, like, like save us. Uh, and as the night goes on, he has a change of heart and he realizes that the purge is wrong he re- he's seeing it firsthand he's realizing how fucked up mm-hmm. everything is about it well it's the first time it's really real to them yeah it's never affected up, him up before up to this point they've always been locked in their house uh-huh. just kind of watching it happen on the outside which is kind of you know it's like this is nothing that happens to us this right. happens to them which is yeah it's yeah. kind of a it's it's you know it's a it's, a, meta- the, it's a metaphor for I like work how- on the gross point Detroit border trust me I know all about this dichotomy <laughs> between the two different sides okay? yeah um if if you don't know gross points very high high affluent people Detroit is you know Detroit yeah. well de- de- I mean Detroit's not that bad but anyway not down where I work the, the <laughs> it, it borders some shady yeah. areas yeah yeah um yeah okay so Ethan Hawke though no longer wants to give the guy over and he and like you heard in our intro he says we're gonna fight mm-hmm. and so this is where the movie takes off. They're trying to get in. They're breaking out the windows. Like, like everything's happening, and he's just—he's finally sticking up for his own household, fighting back. I love too how he's—he—he basically—they said—they said we can get into your house. We have provisions on the way, and we will get into your house. Yeah. And the wife's like, they can't do that. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, actually, my security systems are—he basically pretty, tells her they're pretty bank. They're bullshit. Like he yeah. says, he <laughs> says, I sell people security systems in these. These neighborhoods, this kind of stuff doesn't happen in our neighborhoods. Yeah. Which, like I, I said... I sell them something that makes them feel safe, but right. doesn't actually make them safe. Yeah. yeah. So, long story short, very long story short, these guys get into the house. These guys and girls. Because mm-hmm. we're, we're all about equal opportunity here. Um, one thing I didn't really like is uh, it, it seemed kind of trite to me, like, that... Like, 
I, I think there were two in particular. Well, like there were the there were the two girls, and then one of the guys. And once they got in the house, they were skipping and laughing and like and being playful about the whole sure. thing. I don't know. That to me just. I think that was supposed to. That was supposed to basically be to show that these people that are doing the killing that are going out on the purge, they don't care about anything. They're just the wretchedest of wretched human beings. Yeah. They don't care. I guess. I'm going to shoot you. Bang. Ha <laughs> Like, well, that, no no concern for human life. No concern for, for anything. Yeah. I think that's what that's supposed to give off. Yeah, I guess that's true. So once um, once they get in, shit goes down. It and does. It, and it goes down hard, and it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it is awesome. I don't know about you. I felt like this movie did not reach its full potential. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I didn't like it. Um when the when the climax finally came though you know and everything all you know shit's going crazy give me that smile <laughs> it's because you haven't had a climax in a long time um or a shit <laughs> whoa or at the same time <laughs> later am i right yeah all right no so the, when the climax hits though it's not as big as it could have been i was waiting for some big huge over-the-top thing to happen <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for some big over the top thing to happen, and it never really did. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this movie was really good, but it could have been way better. I don't know. Does that make like, sense? I don't. I, I don't know. When I was watching it, I was I was pretty satisfied with what happened. I I don't know. Uh, what the hell were you expecting? I don't know, drive a tank into the house or something. Like, what? No, not that obviously, <laughs> but like I don't know, like the main guy, the main guy, the guy that takes his mask off, yeah. who's the main, the main villain dude. Mm-hmm. Like I feel as though he could have done something to elevate that character. Like like he's maniacal, he's crazy, whatever, but he just coasts that the entire movie. He there should have been something to make you realize this guy's fucking crazy. You know, like you wanted him like a, to just a spike in his attitude or something. You know, like up to up to this point in the movie, there there was kind of a even though this is like a far fetched idea, um, there was kind of a overall realism to it. Yeah, you wanted him to turn into like the over the top cinematic villain that he should have should have been in your eyes. I, but I feel like they were setting that <clears throat> up though. That's the thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can and they see never that. got there. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because because when he does meet his demise, it's just it's, oh, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, like and spoilers, he dies. But like, <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel as though they could have kept the realism, but still elevated these characters and made the stakes that much higher. And once the stakes were like, yeah, well, these are good stakes, they just coasted them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They didn't they didn't really bother to take it over the edge. Not. In a bad way, but in a believable yet terrifying way. They yeah. didn't. They didn't really take it there. That was. If I have one complaint about the movie, that is it. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I did like this movie a lot. I'm not. I'm not trying to like poo poo it. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to poo poo it. <laughs> and then there's a bit of a twist at the end, which the twist was. I actually saw the twist coming from. Ethan like, Hawke kills everybody. Everybody. Did you see the twist coming? No, he doesn't. Um, I I really don't want to I don't want to say too much about it because I don't want to give it away. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we have a bad habit of giving everything away in movies. Yeah, just in case you haven't seen this, there was a twist at the end of the movie that uh, like I just it, it's not that it wasn't satisfying. Like no. when, when once it did happen, I was like, oh, there it is. 
but I, I know did. What you're I, talking I about. knew what it. I knew what. Yeah. I knew that it was coming at some point in the movie. Well, it's one of those things where you you meet certain characters, yeah. and you form an opinion, and then you don't see those characters for like forty five minutes, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, there's a reason these people are in the movie. Right. You're not sure what capacity that they're in. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and even that, that might be given a little bit away. Ah. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, um, no, I, I ultimately. Hey, this is the United States of. Uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, no, I, I ultimately, I, I like the movie. Yeah. I like the way it ended. Um, there was a very satisfying part at the end of the movie that involved maybe a broken nose. That actually, like, us, like all of the killing and everything aside, there was like a broken nose at the end of the movie. That was probably the most very satisfying sad. part very, to me. Actually, yeah, I completely agree with you. It's like it's like shut the fuck. It was like the up. it was like the biggest <laughs> fuck you of the entire movie. And it I was. Really liked it was. It. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to watch the sequels to this movie now. Me too. I've heard you know mixed reviews. People people either love the movies or they hate them. Uh, I'm I'm easy to please, as I've said every, on a hundred other episodes. So I hate what people love, and I love what people hate. So exactly. it's, it doesn't really <laughs> affect me at all. I'll still yeah, watch them. so I'm 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 looking forward to watching the rest of them, mm-hmm. and uh, the TV show, yep. if that ever actually happens. Yeah, we'll see. So. Yeah, so I don't know. Was, I, I think that's it for home yeah. invasion movies, right? That's, yeah. Uh, On the 2.0 of this version, we are actually <coughs> going to commit a home invasion, and we're going to live stream it while we're doing it. Yep, and you'll be here. You'll hear it first. You'll, you'll hear the sirens at the end. We're going to go to jail. You might hear me get fucked mm-hmm. by Whoa. somebody in Macomb County. We'll see. Definitely. The prison system. Yep. <laughs> his name His name will be Joe. <laughs> 600 pounds. Joey the Pipe, they call him. Oh, God. No, no, I'll be, known as, pipe, I'll, I'll be known as Mikey the Pipe because you are what you eat. You know what I'm uh, saying? Okay. Anyway, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Horror Amino, and SoundCloud at The Buzzed Kill Podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at The Buzzed Kill PC. If you want to find us on Tumblr, don't. Don't. <laughs> uh, we we made an executive decision, and the Tumblr is probably going to go down the tubes because um, I don't I don't I really look, think too many people look at it. And, I looked up traffic for the site. Yeah. I had high hopes for it, and when I looked up traffic for the site, it was extremely low. Don't even tell I me. I don't numbers. think people use Tumblr. Anymore. Well, no, well, I was using the thing is I was using it as a replacement for us having an actual website, right? Um, which served its purpose, I think, for a little while. Um, the problem is it, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you for a moment. It takes like five hours to get that thing done mm-hmm. between listening to it multiple times, going back and listening to things, making sure that I get everything that we're talking about. It, it takes a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, and I'm not complaining. I like doing the work. Um, <clears throat> I just don't feel it for the time that I'm putting into it and for the viewers that are looking at it. That it, it evens out. Okay, so, so so let's let's do this one more time. Uh, you will not be able to find us at the, the Buzzkill Podcast Tumblr dot com. Bye Tumblr, we love you. <laughs> if you R. see, if you, if you want to find J Raj, you can find J Raj in Ocean Recording Studio at www.oceanrecordingstudio.com and follow on social media at Ocean Recording. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And that's about it. Uh, I had a good time. Yeah. I want to see your faces next week. I I will say this. What? 
since I'm not doing the Tumblr anymore, yeah. Go to our Instagram, go to our Twitter, all that. You're gonna see a lot more. Yeah, we're def- gonna see a lot more like stuff. Yeah, finally. We're, we're definitely gonna be more yeah. active on our other social media from this point out because we're not gonna be. Spending and if we do that- finally end up building a website, then obviously I'll I'll incorporate some of the Tumblr stuff back onto that. You know, as far as weekly posts go. Yeah. Uh, for right now, though, we're just gonna we're gonna suspend it and focus our efforts other uh, elsewhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like it's like going to a concert to hand out demo CDs to uh, a night when they don't have concerts, and you just stand out there. You know, you got to go where the concerts and the people are at. Exactly. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you, you know, you go, know, man. Go, go where the traffic's at, baby. Go you where the what? traffic's at. Just cheers. Cheers, boys. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? No more killing tonight. <laughs>